Hola, baby. Back with One Piece. You know what that means. It's time for our weekly or bi-weekly manga review of One Piece. And this one is chapter 979, Family Problem. It's your boy, Nate Jackson, the Okage of the Village Hidden and Leeds, the Commander of the Sky Regiment, the King of the Pirates, the Commissioner of CCG, the Principal of the Hero Academy, the Captain Commander of the Gutia 13, the General of the Rebel Army, Kakashi Hatsuke, Jiraiya Sensei, Vince Smoke Sanji, Husband of Rengiku, Odin-sama. We here, baby. As always, I'm here with the samurai, the Muyamato Musashi, Roanoa Enoch. What's good? Mugen Engine. Oh, word. What's up? What's up, y'all? This is Samurai, and we're about to get into this new One Piece chapter. Actually, a lot to talk about with this chapter. There's a good amount to get into. Um, starting, actually, let's get a little segment into this weekly manga reviews, and I'm going to start this with, let's start picking an MVP of each chapter. Ooh, okay. It doesn't have to be a lot, because, you know, like, it's, One Piece chapters aren't that long, and, I mean, there's not to be too much going into it, but there's enough in each chapter to treat me like, alright, this is the MVP for this chapter, and for this chapter, I want to propose that my MVP is going to be my female MVP of the entire series. The owner of my number one moment in all of One Piece. The only moment in One Piece where I generally think I might have shed one tear. Not because of sadness, but because it's just like, let's go. But not that hype. It's the famous line, I want to live. My MVP is Nico Robin because, oh my God, bro. Yo, yo. I thought that my heart stopped when I saw Nami in the Beast Pirates outfit. But son, Nico's another level, bro. Robin is so fine. And I know she didn't do much in this chapter, especially when compared to a lot of other people in this chapter, but oh, seeing her like this is enough for her to be MVP this chapter for me. She's so fine. I love Robin so much. She's amazing, and she looks great. I was not expecting that. She looks that. so great. I was not expecting that at all. I am in love. I've always been in love, but now I'm in love. Straight up. I got a question the other day on Twitter. People were asking like, yo, Okay, if you had a, a pirate crew and you're the captain in One Piece and you get to pick nine other characters to be in your crew and sail with, who, what nine characters would you pick and why? And my one and only answer was Robin. That's it. Because I don't care about being Pirate King. I just want to sail with my <laughs> I love her so much, bro. Oh, she's great. <laughs> she's great. She really is. I don't care if she doesn't fight. Oh, she can, though. She just doesn't. But she can. She got hands. Literally. She got hands, but doesn't need to do it because she's still one of the most useful characters in the whole series, if not the, when you think about the goal of the series, without using her OP dough for it all. Straight up. So, oh, man, she's the best. So composed. Nami kind of sounding overrated right now. <laughs> so I still got so much love for Nami, but Robin <laughs> made me change my perspective for sure. I think you and Jinbei feeling the same way. Uh, yeah, I think me and Frankie feeling the same way. I don't know, man. Jim Bates kind of said, let me walk with you. He said, all right, cool. Yeah, let's, I'll walk with you. With you know what I mean? Yeah, he's smooth. He's not like these other young fucks. Being thirsty. Speaking of the scene we're speaking of, man, it, One Piece is probably the best in my eyes at like the, uh, the small slice of life moments with just the interactions that don't have too much meaning between our main characters. They're actually kind of my favorite part. Like when we see this, all the straws together, which we haven't seen in so long, right. just doing their old thing and Sanji freaking out about Usopp and Chopper being in the tank with all the girls and everything and, and Luffy just, just rushing to go <laughs> try to uh, get Kid back when he's obviously the worst person for that and Zoro rushing to go find Luffy when he's the worst person for that. That, was so that whole shit's it's always funny and I always love it so much. Chopper just being the cute person Chopper is and everything. 
Jinbei fits in right with him and he's just the comic pose. It feels like Jinbei and Robin are almost like the parents of the group. Right, yeah, yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. Thing. I think Brooke, I was worried about Brooke at first until Hulk and Kylan. Brooke really more than proved himself to Hulk and Kylan. But before that, I was worried about how Brooke would like, I don't know, I guess ease into the group and fit with that dynamic fighting wise and just character wise. But he's yeah. fitting in well too. I love the way you do that. Yeah, no, I think I think most people like felt that way just because of the way he was introduced. Not like Jinbei or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas Jinbei's like, okay, we know, we know this dude. We know what's up. But Brooke got done dirty with his introduction because he got introduced and then immediately separated from the group. Like, yeah. Thriller Bark happened, and then we didn't get much, like, one-on-one time to get Brooke's characterization. And then Sabaody happened, and everybody was split up. So, like, we didn't get to see him interact with the group for a very long time. But, yeah, no, he came through. Uh, I like Brooke Oh, a MVP lot. of Hulk Gowan. MVP of Hulk Gowan. For sure. Okay. Was that supposed to be the year of, of Sanji? Wasn't it? <laughs> it was supposed to be. <laughs> Brooke by far outshone Sanji. Nami kind of outshone Sanji. Yeah, but that's that's for that's that's Hoke Kong. We're in Wano right now, Wano Kuni. I was gonna say, we're talking about uh MVPs, man. I kinda liked Kaido in this chapter. Yeah. Uh, not just he didn't really do anything, but I just like the fact that he, he was just like having normal conversation. Yes. I feel like we haven't really seen that. Maybe I missed it, but like he was just like talking like can you alright, what are we doing today? Like Alright, why are y'all here? I don't know. That's his problem. You know what I like about <laughs> that? I like the way he reacted to Ulti being Ulti too. Like he didn't really like, you know, like the Ulti says some shit like, man, kind of must be stupid. This is a family thing again. What the fuck's wrong with yeah. them? And the rest of the Toby Robo was like, yo, watch your mouth. And she popped off to Kaido too. And Kaido was like, man, yeah, I don't know. And he yeah. was just rolling with it, which made Kaido seem way more chill and cool as far as like being the strongest creature in the, wor- in the world and all that. Yeah, right. I like that. Like he's at, makes me like Kaido more. Not just a cartoon like villain, just cool. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's he's a lot more chill. King was hard though. I like King. Yeah. King looked nice. Oh, and uh, Yamato. So is that where you want to start with the revelation of who Kaido's son? Not who Kaido's son is, but I guess his name, because there's a lot to go into with this too. Yeah, because I, I wanted to hear what you you thought about it. Oh, you know me. I mean, this is becoming a regular thing with the chapter reviews. I think literally every single episode we've done <laughs> a theory. But I think this is the safest one by far out of all my theories. Because I do have a theory of what's going on with uh, Yamato and what's going on with the whole family problem and what Kaido's talking about or at least alluding oh, to really? with the whole okay. thing that he's talking about with the Tobiropo and King and Jack there. Yeah. When he was talking about he has an announcement to make concerning his son that he doesn't want to say before the whole alliance thing is announced and everything because he doesn't want any confusion happening yeah, that was that's related to his son I have thoughts about this which I think is the safest theory yet I, I'm excited I was confused I was so confused I, was, I had no clue so I think that well first we know that this banquet is about the alliance between Kaido and Big Mom right yeah 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 so what do we know about Big Mom and how she goes about making alliances children right marrying her children mm. so i think the announcement mm. that's coming up is naturally that yamato is going to be marrying one of big mom's kids depending on how old yamato is it could be one of big mom's kids that we know and if this is where the stretch comes in if it's the people that's here now as far as big mom's crew is concerned because i know someone did mention that big mom has another ship coming with more of her subordinates so it honestly could be anybody mm. but like out of the options we have here if it's about the options we have here we could see and depending on how old yamato really is because we don't know how old he is we could see yamato maybe marrying smoothie or if he's younger maybe marrying which i would hate flampe 
Which one was the ugly one? <laughs> that could be anybody. So she got the 35 kids. She do. Smoothie is a but, thick one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. One of the sweet generals. She was sweet. She was amazing. I loved her. She was sweet. She had them Amazon so legs. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Flampe was the really annoying one that uh, shot Luffy when Luffy was fighting Katakuri. Oh, and Katakuri got all mad about oh, that, oh, that ladybug looking. Oh. Yeah, the ladybug looking bitch. I hope it's not her. Oh, I hope it's not her. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we have to start speculating on Yamato's age because this can go two different directions, I think. I think it's important to recognize that Kaido is tasking the Toby Ropo, who's way stronger than we thought last chapter review by the way we'll get to that too but um he's asking the turbo robo to get him back and so this seems like getting yamato back will be a pretty hard deal otherwise he'll get one of his headliners or even his henchmen to get him if it's like momonosuke's age i think yeah so yamato might actually be i mean you know regular age and Maybe pretty strong too if he's tasking the Toby Ropo to go get them or to go get him. I mean, yeah, he might actually be like Kaido's proper, proper son, like Kaido yeah. level. Maybe uh, not, obviously not Kaido level, but I don't even think calamity level. But may maybe like young, too young to be that, but still like old enough to like be able to fight. Yeah, no, maybe. What would be more interesting? Because Kaido's like what, like fifty or how, how old is he? Even? Kaido's uh over fifty, I think. Kaido's around Big Mom's age, and Big Mom's oldest kids are fifty. Okay. I think Paris Burrow is supposed to be like 53. Paris Burrow is Big Mom's oldest son. Yeah, so that makes me feel like... Actually, I don't know, man. Everything that's said on this podcast just becomes wrong. <laughs> it goes right out the window the next week. So much of it goes right out the window next week. That's what I kind of like, too. But I think he's like 20, 20, 30, something like that. I think he's a young man just based off of Kaido's age and like his life journey. I don't know, it makes it, makes it sound like he's like some rebellious young man Kaido's is just like tired of. I think that's gonna be true. I think that's exactly what you And the fact that they can't find him and he's all running away and he thinks that's gonna be trouble getting him back. I, I'm pretty sure he's a rebellious young man. Right, so it's like he has responsibility to live up to Kaido at this point. I feel like maybe that could be part of why he's like, I don't wanna, or he's getting drunk somewhere or something. Yeah, or, yeah, or could just be a, a do-nothing drunk. Or just like young Odin, you know what I mean? Who doesn't realize their potential yet, but like, you know what I mean? Right, right. Son of Kaido. Maybe alcoholic too, maybe rebellious. Definitely, like, I'm excited to see him. Oh, I'm excited to see him. But I also think it's still a possibility that he's still a younger Momonosuke-aged kid too. I think if that's true, do you have the uh, the chapter open? Yes, sir. Did you see on page, I believe it's, it's when we saw... Jinbei and Robin. Okay, so on page eight or nine, I mean, on the bottom left corner, when you see Jinbei and Robin talking mm. and they're walking out, you see a rustle in the bushes and someone's watching them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the first time you saw it? Yeah, I don't know. I missed that. I missed it the first time too. It's all good. Given the way that One Piece arcs usually go, if there's someone missing from the other side, Especially if they're younger, it usually ends up that he'll meet up with the Straw Hats first. And especially given that they're all in Beast Pirates uniforms now, and just the usual how it ends up with One Piece arcs and everything, he'll get with the One Piece One Piece Pirates, the uh, Straw Hats first, and maybe not even know that they're enemies, and then get that whole uh, interaction with them, and maybe even become friends with them, or enemies, who knows, but interact with them first before meeting up the Beast Pirates and that might create the tension when um, October but finally made him and all that. Just given how One Piece usually kind of goes with this stuff, it makes sense that the missing person on Kaido's side, especially someone as important as Kaido's son, might meet up with the Straw Hats first just to create that extra, I don't know, the extra level of what's going on. Sorry. That makes, yeah, I actually like that a lot just because 
it would be it would give a good opportunity for us to see Jinbei like for the first time. Well, not I guess not technically for the first time uh, in action. I guess against the uh, Toby Robo. Yeah, because everybody left in the Frankie vehicles and everything, so he would be meeting up with just Jinbei and Robin. Yeah, so they wouldn't. I like that. They both need more characterization. Yeah, which I think that would be good. So, which I like. That would that. be really cool. I hope they meet him. Ooh. And they're, they're the two people who yeah. would be like, if they met someone they didn't know, they'd be like calm and collected and like take the situation in. Yes. Rather than just like. They're the most sensical about all that. Yeah. I, Luffy is kind of too in a, in a weird way, but Jinbei, obviously, I think that's a good choice. Yeah. I see that. I like that actually. The more, the more we talk about that. Otherwise, I mean, it could be. So, I don't think that would be Yamato if Yamato ends up being older, because I think that type of thing, especially with him hiding the bushes, I think is usually like a, a little kid thing, like a Momonosuke level of kid thing to be, or character role to play. Yeah, and it could show like uh, if he was a young kid, it could show like someone who's the opposite of Momonosuke, who's also a kid of a, a powerful person, yeah. but who's not like you know how. Um, What's the word? Meek. He is. Perhaps. He might be a young, rebellious little Kaido. So that would be cool to see that opposite kind of in play there. It would be cool. And in turn, we'll get more characterization to Kaido, too. And not having him be as much as a flat character if we see his son really get some more, uh, get some more. He I mean, we haven't seen him yet, but some characterization at all. Maybe get some more insight to how Kaido was. He was younger, maybe a little bit. I don't see who's white. Well, who would you pick? Huh? Out of the big mom pirates? Kaido, who's a, the mom? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, the mom yeah, of Yamato. Oh, yeah. Who knows? They, they rarely ever should get into like who's the mom of anybody. We have we still have no idea who Luffy's mom is. As much as we know, like son, we don't see anybody's mom except for literally Robin's. We're getting, like nobody even mentions anybody's mom except for Robin's and Sanji's and Sanji's. It's like single parent households only allowed in jump. Not even that too, because like we know the parents of most of these kids. We know the dad of most of the kids, but for pretty much all of them, the dad was even like there. We just know his name. <laughs> like, like Dragon wasn't there. Judged threw Sanji away. We still have no idea who Zoro's dad is. No idea who Nami's parents are. No idea who most of the parents are. I wonder why. Usopp's dad left. Maybe to make it characters more relatable to kids if they don't have <laughs> parents. So it's like they're like blank slate, like completely. I don't know. I've just been thinking about that. I mean, they do that with the missing dad thing with all these characters. Like, Usopp's main thing, at least at the beginning in the Surf Village arc and everything, his whole uh, front story was all about how his dad left to go join uh, Shanks Pirate Crew and he never had him and all that. Like, so they make that narrative with him. And they do make the narrative with Robin's mom, but that's about the only one. But yeah, they never really focus on the moms as far as uh, One Piece is concerned. There's a lot of, I don't know, asexual babies being uh, born from guys, too, which is. Oh, man. You know. But yeah, son, a lot, a lot of opportunities with that. So if that isn't Yamato in the bushes, who else could that be? Like just possibilities-wise, because I, mean, I can't think of anybody else. I just don't know who we haven't uh, seen that's met relevant, or, or yeah, seen or met that's relevant. That because we kind of know where everyone yeah. is at the moment, for the most part. Yeah, for the most. Yeah, for the most part. Like, yeah. And if we don't know where they are, we know where they're like going or they coming from or something. And that's just some a character we haven't met yet, other than Kaido's son, which I do believe is Kaido's son. You think it could be someone else? Or I mean, be? anything's possible with this. Like you said, uh, like you said the other day, the other day, <laughs> 15 minutes ago, <laughs> we say one thing, one one chapter of you, and then that goes out the window, the next chapter. So, um, so who knows? But Yamato, 
Let's, let's stick with it. Let's see. Yamato. So, um, next thing. The Toby Ropo. This is one thing we were completely wrong, or I guess I was completely wrong about last time, when we were talking about the, the wide gap between Kaido's quote-unquote commanders and the rest of the, the crew. Apparently, we were very wrong about that, and the Toby Ropo is comparable to be next in line for the, um, the commander spot, the same way that Big Mom has some top-level people who can step up and switch places with sweet commanders. Yeah, that was... Um, I love this. That was interesting because it, does that mean we're gonna see? Are we gonna see this play out? Is this gonna be a part of the, the art too? It seems like it, and I think there's a lot of possibilities they can do with this too, which I love. Ah, the infighting in it. So, okay, so this is another uh, small theory that I think might happen too with this whole thing. We have this narrative already going that was started at the end of last chapter with a few comments about specifically Sasaki and who's who, but it seems like it's most of the Toberopo besides Drake. Drake specifically said he doesn't care about any of that, and I don't think Page One does either. Hmm. Well, maybe maybe not Ulti either, but specifically Sasaki and who's who specifically said that they want that commander spot, and they're more than willing to fight for it, especially who's who you see that face yeah. that he made when when kaido said nah man if you if you guys get my son you can pick any commander you want and fight him for it yeah. and you know who's who got a little hype for that i'm kind of hype who's who seems like he might be a beast and sasuke you mentioned too like they're both captains and they're both very ambitious and want that spot so what i think might happen given that this is a big celebration between uh pirates and everything and the situation between the commanders maybe having some fights against the Toriopo and some infighting is we might see a mini uh tournament start up with all this uh, mini tournament as entertainment for the whole thing a mini tournament between the toby robo and the commanders that'll be wild squarely as entertainment for the party and you know as far as kyle's concerned i mean it's a win-win if toby robo beats one of the commanders he has a new commander right and the commanders win i mean he still has his commanders he doesn't really care they don't really have that type of camaraderie that, that the big mom pirates have we're definitely not like straw hats or white beard or anything like that yes so they don't, they don't really care it's just it's all entertainment and if they really see luffy and kid and all them as the small fry which i'm very sure they do i mean kind of one shot luffy and kid i assume i mean took care of kid pretty easily i mean and we know that kid and luffy and potentially zoro and we don't know where killer is i assume killer is with kid that we might see luffy zoro kid and killer get in the mix with that tournament too just by being there and starting shit right yeah yeah because luffy's a hundred percent luffy a hundred percent Luffy's already being primed up to start shit with the very, very end of this chapter when he saw like the, the people just wasting the food and everything. He had a flashback to Tom. I'm like, man, these people are starving out there and you guys just throwing shit on the ground. He's already getting kind of steamed up and he's looking like he's going to start a fight soon anyway. Yeah, that's why I'm like, if they had like a, obviously the infighting would provide a good opportunity for the samurai and the pirates going against them. Especially people end up like losing, losing. Yeah. Because they need, I mean, right now, from where I stand, they need all the help they can get to be actually win. They need more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just to be Kaido. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, I don't know. We'll see about that, but Luffy, oh man, Luffy's just gonna mess everything up. I, I don't <laughs> That's what Luffy does best. The Toby Ropo probably gonna go get out, to. go meet. Jinbei, I don't even know if we're gonna make it that far. I feel like they're just gonna maybe meet, I don't know, they're gonna meet someone go out and meet one of the crew who's who's invading uh luffy's gonna mess everything up gonna drop people to him and Zoro's somewhere that is true the Toberopo are leaving on a mission before they get to fight the commanders everything the Toberopo have to go get yamato before any of that's possible and luffy is currently uh in the middle of onigashima and like about to start some shit right now so that, that is true so i'm thinking that might be a catalyst just to uh maybe just to get them out when they go fight people it's like oh, okay yeah they were doing this so of course they would meet these characters yeah at this spot 
Yeah. Well, how it is right now, where we see Luffy uh, getting all steamed up, Luffy is directly under Queen. Yeah. So yeah, if Luffy yeah. starts some shit right now, Queen's definitely gonna see. Because remember, Luffy just she pointed out, it's like, oh, that's the guy from Udon up there uh, yelling funky and shit. That's Queen right there. Yeah, exactly. And Luffy's right in the middle of that. So if he starts shit, Queen is gonna be there, even if uh, Jack and King and Asahi Robo aren't. I guess okay. Yeah, yeah. So we could see that, and then that could that could leave them open still to the, yeah. That's a good point. This whole Yamato stuff has to play out first, too. And if we're right about Yamato being a person in the bushes, that means some Tobiropo might have to meet up with so, what some of the factions, or more specifically, Jinbei and Robin first, before any of that uh, Commander versus Tobiropo stuff happens. That's a good point. King's looking sharp there, too. I like his little spread. Yeah, King was looking really good. I wasn't too big on him before, but... We're getting I, more of them now. Yeah, I, I, I like King's superior attitude, too. Yeah, his personality was nice. Just like I'm just, it's not a problem. Yeah, of course, but <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, a lot. Damn, I'm so, I'm so excited for what's going to happen with this Tobiropo and Commander stuff. I'm not gonna lie, I really like Who's Who more now, and Ulti's still my favorite. Just from her talking shit, I don't even care if she fights. To be honest, bro, I, that uh Bao Huang has a really cool design. I know too. She's a headliner. That little uh yeah, a little squirrel girl. I was like what? <laughs> So right. one thing people brought up with that, so are you looking at Bao Hong right now? Yes, yes, yes. So you see her mask, right? And it has that eye on yeah. it? Yeah. Are you on page 13? This is, uh, yeah, uh, I'm on 14. 14? Even, even better. Go to the next page on page 15 and look at who's who when he's smiling and look at his chest. Oh, fuck. His tattoo on his chest is the exact same. Uh, yeah. Eye that's on Bao Huang's face. The same. And they both have masks on. Yeah, same lashes. This is a theory that I saw flying around earlier, um, just on the Reddit and YouTube and shit, that both of them, since their faces are covered and they have that same symbol, might be from the third eye tribe, like Pudding. That's interesting. Okay. Because of the eye symbol and the, and the mask both covering both of them. Right, yeah. Like Pudding had the exact, well, she had hair, but... Well, yeah, she had hair covering it, but... Yeah, same. My point is you can't see their face to see if anything else is there. Yeah. Because is there something to both of them having... I mean, it's the exact same symbol. Are all of the three-eyed people, like, like Pudding? Or was she just... As far as, like, the bipolar shit? Yeah, or was that just her thing? Look, I hope not. I don't want that shit to come back. Oh my gosh, that was another thing I saw people saying with this whole wedding idea. This Wano, uh, this whole Wano arc is the wrap-up of the entire Emperor Saga. So we're gonna see, um, possibly everything that, everybody and everything that was introduced throughout the whole saga kind of come to a head at the same time at Wano. Oh, which means a few things, actually. Which means that Pudding, who was a big part of Whole Cake Island, that whole storyline was kind of left unfinished. Yeah might end up coming back into the story and it might come back in the story as big mom still trying to marry her off maybe to yamato which i would ha i hate putting so much <laughs> unless she makes big changes to her thing like big changes i mean scrap the entire bipolar shit yeah that's what i was thinking i don't really want to see it back in story but i think it is kind of likely because she was she was introduced as being like kind of an important character in whole cake island which is in turn a setup for the head of everything which is wano and also coming back to what i was what I was saying, what I'm saying literally right now about everybody who's introduced in, in earlier arcs as a, as a main figure coming back to Wano. I think from the cover story, actually today, today, Sunday, which is the first time the cover story, like really, really, this cover story specifically, really my matter to the point is this cover story, we see the Tantadas coming back to Dressrosa, possibly from the Reverie, because you know, the um, what's the main Tantada's name? Uh -huh. I forgot his name. But a few Tantadas were at the Reverie with everybody else, and they might be coming back from that, and they come across one of the, um, the sweet tart ships the big mom ships and they see pound on it passed out who turns out is still alive or maybe still alive oh shoot 
You see that? Yeah. Which I, I see a lot of people hating because you know the Willoughby, which is one of the worst things that or biggest criticism that Oda gets. Specifically, uh, have you heard the will of P? The will of P? Remind me. The will of P. Like, you know, oh. there's a will of D and then the will there's a will of, of P. <laughs> yeah, I heard. It's just an internet thing. Oh, it's an internet thing? Okay, okay. No, I haven't. Yeah, no, 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 it's not a real thing that Oda actually put. But the will of P specifically is they're talking about, uh, Pell and the, the travesty that was in Alabasta that somehow Pell just came out of that alive after sacrificing himself in that big moment. And it was, it was a beautiful moment and Oda kind of just ruined it by just keeping him alive. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that was weird that's known as the the will of p P. when the will of p might be even more actually true because of it's happening again the pound and the possibility of that happening again later with maybe and i hope not pedro coming back because that door was kind of left open because the way Pedro died it was kind of weird because, you know, but I mean, he didn't even care about a Sparrow, which is kind of a weird way to have him kind of sacrifice himself kind of for nothing. Yeah. He only slowed Pedro Sparrow down, not even killed him for sacrificing his own life, which kind of, and you didn't see his body and everything. So kind of leaves the door open for that coming back too, yeah. which should really make the real appeal with Pell, Pedro, and Pound. But um, <laughs> my point to, my point to, he <laughs> will appease too, it's crazy. But my point to bring that up is, so we know from the cover story that the whole thing was beige, going with Shifan on a mission to go find Lola and it led them to Dressrosa and they had the whole thing with the German pirates and then last chapter we saw like they accidentally found Lola and not Shifan and they found Shifan so the sisters are reunited and now Pound is back at Dressrosa so Pound will probably finally have that moment where he meets his daughters for the first time and everything and also the Tantadas are there with them and the Tantadas one is going to get Pound and then possibly Shifan and Lola and Beige who Beige is the only supernova that's been an integral part of the Empire's Empire Emperor, is that right? Am I saying that right? Emperor. 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 The Emperor Saga. The only big supernova the Emperor Saga that's not currently at Wano. Yeah, yeah. Which, like I said before, like seems like all the main characters are gonna come to head here, specifically the supernovas. So, and we know that, like we said before, the Straw Hat Fleet kind of expect them to make an appearance at Wano. Maybe when Luffy might lose the first fight or something, and they see the Viva cards start burning, or maybe Nekomamushi might gather them up or something and get there and everything. And if that happens, the Zontadas might bring Beige and Shifan Pound and Lola and all of them to Wano. And I mean, that might be how the last supernova of the Emperor Saga gets to Wano too. That would be a good way to tie everything together, especially with these stories. So I could definitely see that, yeah. It would. And to be honest, I'm not that mad about Palin coming back alive either. Just because, I, I mean, I'm not... He's not that big of yeah. a character for, that, for me to be super mad about it. And, like, I mean, he kind of got done. Not kind of. He got done so dirty, son. <laughs> Big mom treated him like shit after she got his baby from him. He never even met his kid and everything. And I, it was a sad moment when he, he sacrificed himself so his daughter, who doesn't even know who he is, can live and everything. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I'll feel kind of good at least having him meet his daughters and shit. So I'm not that mad about this one, but don't bring that Willow Peace shit back again. Not with Pedro. No, too. yeah, not with the first, uh, what was his name? Where? Uh, Alabaster. Oh, Pal. Pal, yeah, because that was just. That was egregious. It was such a great moment that was ruined. Like, imagine if we saw all of Marineford and we had all of those, those big moments and all that shit. We had Luffy just break down and everything. And then, like, the next chapter, Ace is back alive again. Yeah, that was. I was like, what? <laughs> Why not go through all those emotions for, son? And Whitebeard's alive again. I was like, what? He had the hardest death. It was such a moment. Why have ruined that, bringing him back alive again for nothing? Because Pell came back to life for nothing. They weren't using his character again. See, having Beige, um, meet them again would be kind of nice because i like beige i see i see enjoy i like beige too beige gets a lot of flack i, I see but i like beige his, his devil fruit is really useful it's not like a power it's really thing, good but yeah it's really interesting like in, it's very interesting like in beige's infiltrations and things like that he's smart I feel like he could help out 
Yeah, he's dumb smart. I kind of like him beige to law a little bit as far as like him being a kind of a tactician. Right. I think it's a, he's a healthy mix between law and a few aspects of Kid and Luffy as far as like he still has that same like reckless mentality. It's the pirate lifestyle. Everything's still going to be on a whim, but still he thinks things all the way through. I kind of I like I like Beige's character a lot, actually. Yeah. Family first guy. Yeah. That was his crew. He's actually a nice, very nice man. Actually a very nice, nice man. Guy. I thought he would make a way bigger deal as far as because he had one of the best ships too. Yeah. His ship was kind of crazy and it was and he lost in a hooky Island. He was like, man, it's cool. <laughs> I got my girl. I got my baby. I got my family. It's all that matters to me. I was like, oh, come on, man. You're a stand-up guy, bitch. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mike and the Supernovas. Supernovas coming in hot. Man, who else? Coming in hot. Oh, but you think uh, is going to do anything with that little knife he got? That's exactly what's about to get into. So, um, we have Conjuro, which I didn't realize, which, I, I mean, it makes sense. Conjuro has, I mean, even though he's technically on uh, Kaido's side and Orochi's side, he hasn't been physically with them this entire time. He's been with the Samurai the entire time. Yeah. Like, the entire 20 years. Like, 20 years. He's been passing the messages back and forth, but he's never been on Onigashima. So, like, we were talking earlier about, like, he might not have passed the message along because he went to go get Hiori first, maybe. But in reality, he's just lost in Onigashima, which makes sense because Onigashima is huge and he's never been there. Yeah. And also, the Beast Pirates don't know that he's on their side at all, so he's fighting Beast Pirates and shit like that because I think he's still on the, the Akazaya 9 and shit like that. So that makes sense that he's all tied up. But, um... Momo with that knife. I see a lot of people saying that he might stab Conjuro, which I don't think is going to happen. I think he's just going to cut himself free. Yeah, that's the most likely thing. Or keep it till later, and it could come in. Or keep it till later, yeah. Play later on something. I don't know. I actually think that's more likely, given the way he looked and everything. It's more like about like, okay, this might come in handy later than uh. Okay, right. yeah. Actually, you know, I think that's more likely. Just because I don't know, uh, him escaping would have to be some crazy, some crazy would have to happen for him to escape Conjuro. Because right even now. if you cut stuff free, I mean, Conjuro is there. You can just draw up a snake real quick and wrap him back up again. Right. Any one of five. Or drop into a swan and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. He, he can draw anything. That makes sense. One thing that we haven't been talking about this past few chapters which Oda seems to making even more of an effort to, to put in the front lines is Carrot not being with the Minx at all and consistently being with the Straw Hats. Right, yeah, oh. Might be getting Carrot as a Straw Hat after this. It's seeming very, very likely, more likely each chapter that Carrot's gonna be a Straw Hat. I thought she already was. I could've, for some reason, I thought she was. But I think it's just- I mean, She's been with them for a long time. Yeah, I think that's probably why. I think I just started assuming she was, because she's always there. Yeah, I mean the minks are here. Her real family's here. She's she's still like I don't think she said a word to them. She's still consistently with the straw hats. She doesn't say anything to Wanda or anything. Yeah, she might be like at the the toast at the the big toast at the end of this. We might get Jinbei and Carrot. Yeah, both joining. Apparently, Oda said at one point too that uh, the next straw hats, the next straw hat additions will come back to back. Which Ooh. means, I mean, t- technically Jinbei was. And then she had a straw hat back in Fishman Island, but like this is the first time he's really coming back as a straw hat. Right. So if that if you have Jinbei coming back and then Carrot coming official Nakama after this arc too, then I would come and I mean that would uh validate what Oda allegedly said about the next straw hat additions. Which I'm not mad at either. I like I like Carrot. Yeah, she's not no, she's cool. Especially with her Sulong form and everything. Yeah. Her mink form is good, personality's good. I don't think I, I don't there's not one that straw hat I don't like dislike or any potential straw heads. Nah, yeah. I dislike. Oh, Oda's really good for that. Any potential straw do you think there's other potentials as far as additions? Rather, I meant uh, like potential ones that have joined in the past that I've ever just like disliked. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. like disliked any of them. 
so I could totally see her. And I think so that would mean that she was she gonna have a role, a big, a nice role. Maybe not a big one, but a, On nice, a ship, a nice role coming up here soon, or maybe not soon, but oh, in the arc, yeah, in the arc, yeah. I think her big role is gonna come when we get that fight between Nekamushi and Inarashi and Jack, possibly with them all being too long form. Because remember, like if we get a full moon, which I'm pretty sure is gonna happen about Lagashima at some it's point, got to, yeah. and we see Nekamushi and Inarashi go so long and Kariko so long at the same time, that's gonna be some crazy. Yeah, she might help him pull out the W. Man, they might not need help if <laughs> they both too long. True, true, true. That form is really something crazy. Ooh, uh, Jack lost to someone. He lost to someone. Jack almost lost. I mean, the fight didn't finish, but he was losing a fight against Ashra Doji. Yeah, okay. So, okay, Sulan, okay. Or Shutenmaru, whatever you want to call him. Shutenmaru. So, I guess the next person we really got to see, um, Bao in action. and the Toby Ropo. Yeah, because I think we've seen everyone else, like, in action. I don't think Bao Huang's going to be fighting or anything like that. I mean, she's a kid and just a headliner. I think we're only going to see, like, real fighting come from, uh, Toby Ropo, the Calamities, obviously Kaido. Um, I mean, the numbers and all those other groups that, I mean, Apu and all of the above headliner type people. Right. Mainly. Okay. I don't know if we're going to see any headliners when we get in the mix. I mean, we saw before, like we talked about last time, Luffy kind of handled all the headliners very easily. Oh, and also uh, Orochi's Ninja and the Big Mom Pirates. Toby Rowan is going to be hype, I think. I think they're going to be a lot bigger. Uh, well, I guess we already expect them to be kind of big, so I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. But we to also see got for Toby Ropo, um, I mentioned it a second earlier, but we didn't really talk in it that much. They pointed out that Sasaki and Who's Who were once captains of their own crew, similar to Apu and Hawkins. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, Drake, Apu, Hawkins, Who's Who, and Sasuke were all captains of their own crew. And I think that being true, kind of, it might release them from um, them having to have ancient zone devil fruits like everybody else. I mean, yeah, I think that frees them up to having a devil fruit they want to, honestly, even though Drake does have an ancient zone devil fruit, but. Right, just because they stand out. They don't have to necessarily fall in line with the, with the Beast Pirates, since they, they originated from their own crews and shit like that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, are there any, uh, you read any theories just based off of how they, they look about what they could be? The only theory I saw were the ones I talked about last time with uh, Black Maria, Sasaki, and I think that was it. Did I mention any others as far as the devil fruit theories? I think the only ones that I saw floating around were about Sasaki and Black Maria. It's based off their names and, you know, Oda hides a lot with the, with the names. Apparently there's a lot, I have to look back into it because I forgot it, but there's a lot of foreshadowing in the names of specifically Trafalgar Law, especially Trafalgar D. Water Law because, you know, Trafalgar, damn, I can't get into it now. I'll get into it when I know more about it, but there's a lot into that. Interesting, we got Frida. Let's talk about that. And Oda hides all of those in there. So yeah, man, again, Battle of Nagashima gets closer and closer with each chapter. Hi. Excited. Closer. I'm ready. And closer. Loins are ready. I am ready. Ah, big mom. Ah, big mom wanna see her in a swimsuit so bad. Ah, please, Oda. Uh, they keep hyping her in her swimsuit. They keep talking about her in a Kermoto, man. She's been changing for the past like five chapters. I'm trying to see some. This bitch don't get changed. <laughs> I'm trying to see some. Yo, a kimono is by far the fastest thing to put on too. Yeah. It's just a rope. <laughs> yeah, you just can tie that to Kinda's like, nah, she's still changing. Yeah. I wonder if she's gonna look not nah, absolutely not no way never mind <laughs> i mean she's probably just gonna be like big mom in a kimono <laughs> they're hyping it so much that's funny oh one last thing too um we got new battle frankies oh oh yeah those are new okay the black rhino and the brachio tank five brachio tank five might be a little foreshadowing too since queen's death fruit is a brachiosaurus 
Oh, so they might. Okay, we can see Queen versus the Brachial Tank 5 crew. Yeah, again, I love seeing Straw Hats just do Straw Hat shit. Chopper is so cute, son. Bro, Zoro is. <laughs> so I'll go stop <laughs> No, you Dog, this, this is the best crew, son. No, Out of won't. all the anime crews, this has to be the, Nobody does like crew interactions like Oda does. It is so perfect. Oda's a genius with this. Yeah. He really took a timeout to really lay out a very it's, if you look into it, like I was talking about earlier with the with Oda's rule of threes with the crew, she strategized just something as simple as crew interaction so well that it, it never fails. Yeah. And Jinbei fits in really well, I think. Bro, yeah. He was a perfect yeah, character. he does. And Carrot. Yeah, anybody else would have stopped him. But Jinbei, obviously, he doesn't know yet. So I like that. That was nice. Yeah, man. So probably immediately next chapter, we're going to see Luffy get into some shit. Or watch Oda just complete 180 and just not come back to that for like <laughs> chapters. Which is, hey, very possible. Very, very I think this Oda Gashima shit is going to end up being a lot, lot like way longer than uh, it seems now. Honestly, just especially yeah. to think this everything's gonna come to a head here. Yeah, we're probably gonna get some flashbacks in here. Probably a good Kato flashback in here, or maybe um, probably not a Roshi flashback. Maybe a good, probably a good Kato flashback in here, unless um, unless, I don't know, maybe a kid or something. Probably Kato, Kato flashback in here. Yeah, I can see Kato. He's been yeah being built up. Which uh, which I wanna see. I wanna see. I wanna see more about Kato. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Number one bounty in the world right now, as far as pirates are concerned. Hundred percent. It's alive. Kaido, I'm excited. Strongest creature in the world. I'm excited. Super excited. I mean, what's gonna happen? Who's gonna? Are they gonna defeat Kaido? <laughs> are they not gonna defeat Kaido? Because they could just lose. I think they're not gonna defeat Kaido. They could just lose. <laughs> well, I you think know. the first time they're gonna lose. Yeah. The first I think time. the first time they're gonna lose, and Luffy's gonna get fucked up, and that's gonna cause the Straw Hat fleet to come because they're gonna see that Viva card start burning. Oh, that's what. You, yeah. Okay. I got you. And then that's how they're gonna know they're on Wano, where they're at. Cause I don't know if they know that they're on Wano. Like I said before, my whole completely wrong Bartolomeo is Kaido's son theory. <laughs> Bartolomeo doesn't know that Ka that Luffy's against Kaido, so they might not know he's in Wano. So they might need a reason to know that. Which FIFA card would tell him exactly where it's at. Give a reason for them to show up, increase the scale. Let's go. Oh, oh, one last thing I saw floating around too, which has not that much basis to it, other than the whole uh, crew building thing and going arcs and picking up team members and that, that not really being exclusive to Luffy, even though we only see Luffy's tail. I see people saying that uh, there might be a possibility of getting one of the Skyburbs, specifically Kawamatsu, to join the Heart Pirates with Law after this. With Law? Yeah. With Law, again, it's not based off of too much really actual stuff, just based off thinking things too. And like, you know what? We only ever see Luffy gain crew members off of arcs, even though we did see Law get John Bart from uh, Saba Odi. But you know, Law, Law's crew could use another addition too. And Kawamatsu being the only fishman that he's ever seen his whole life. That was his whole backstory. So, you know, he was treated like a freak because he was a fishman. Everything right. and lumped in with Inarashi and Nekomushi. Yeah. And uh, I don't see Jinbei might open up his curiosity about seeing the rest of the world and everything. And Law's crew is in need of, of another dynamic in there yeah that would be nice and him spending time on the sub and everything might i don't know might jog a little you know what i mean in the scabbers all of them probably won't be needed in wano afterwards i know nekamushi and irashi probably go back as oh or bring on the minx here or something but i think one of the scabbers might might have room to to dip out in one of these ships i think that would be nice yeah i think law probably not kids <laughs> no probably not kids <laughs> yeah you gotta be a specific person to join kids crew but yeah man um, we'll see how wrong we are <laughs> in two weeks uh, when the next chapter drops. Oda said earlier that uh, breaks are going to be much more frequent now because of the whole corona stuff, but they're still pumping them out, man. I'm fine with two-week breaks, man. You know, I deal with Attack on Titan just had a... They have one-month breaks regularly, and now we have a whole extra month break with that, so... Yeah. 
I can't ask much. Two weeks is fine. Take your time, Oda. Make sure your staff is safe and healthy. Make sure you're safe and healthy. Yeah. I'm, f- I'm fine with that. I'm excited, man. Two weeks. We'll see you guys then at chapter 980. It's looking like it's a good possibility that we might get something very, 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 very crazy happening on chapter 1000. You know, Oda likes to have some crazy stuff on the uh, on the 100 marks with the chapters. We got to. I'd be disappointed if he did not beat that up. Come on, son. How many manga even reach a chapter 1000? I don't know if there's any, let alone successful ones. That boxing one. Isn't it like, like a, I know there's a lot. Hajime well, no Hajime Ipo or something. Hajime no Ipo? Yeah. Is that a thousand chapters? Hajime no Ipo is great. Yeah. I mean, cool. yeah, Hajime no Ipo is like, it's been going on for a long ass time. So maybe, maybe that would be out there too. But we got a thousand, uh, chapter a thousand has to be something crazy. Which, I mean, it's a good possibility it is. You see where we're at? I'm hyped. I'm excited. I'm excited too, man. Hope you guys are too. Let us know your thoughts on the chapter and what we're saying and everything and how wrong our theories are. Or if you agree with Robin being MVP of the chapter, and you better because you see her, right? You see her. She bet. Let us know, man. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Salute. Ooh, baby, I like it wrong.